worry about anything but in everything but prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of Psalms. Psalm 1, beginning at verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. All of us, Psalm 1. Thank you, Father, once again for the opportunity, the privilege of being able to read and meditate in your word. Thank you for the gift your word is to us, and thank you for the power, the grace, the peace, the anointing, the strength, the encouragement that rests upon your word. Father, more and more with every passing day, help us to fall more in love with you and with your word, and help us to become much more diligent students of your word, and help us to be wise enough as parents and grandparents to guide and instruct and direct our children to read your word out loud to us every single day. Thank you for that opportunity. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He is going to share a word of prayer with us at this time. God, we're so thankful that we can sit down early in the morning or late at night, the peaceful night, and open your word, and you speak to us. You stoop down and speak to people like us. Father, thank you for Mm -hmm. not only speaking to us, thank you for caring for us, for being our shield, our protector, Father, for sending your Son to die on the cross so that we have um, a home in heaven to go and to worship you perfectly and sinlessly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for being a part of our listening family. Today we continue reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 27, beginning at verse 1. Now it came to pass when Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see, that he called Esau his older son and said to him, My son, and he answered him, Here I am. And he said, Behold now, I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and make me savory food such as I love. And bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Now Rebekah was listening when Isaac spoke to Esau, his son. And Esau went to the field to hunt game and and to bring it. So Rebekah spoke to Jacob, her son, saying, Indeed, I heard your father speak to Esau, your brother, saying, Bring me game And make me savory food for me, that I may eat it and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to what I command you. Go now to the flock and bring me from there two choice kids of the goats, and I will make savory food from them for your father, such as he loves. 
Then you will take it to your father, that he may eat it, and that he may bless you before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, Look, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth-skinned man. Perhaps my father will feel me, and I shall seem to be a deceiver to him, and I shall bring a curse on myself and not a blessing. But his mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice and go. Get them for me. And he went and got them and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory food, such as his father loved. Then Rebekah took the choice clothes of her elder son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. Then she gave the savory food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. So he went to his father and said, My father, and he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? And Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done just as you told me. Please arise, sit and eat of my game, that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord your God brought it to me. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near, that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near to Isaac his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him, because his hands were hairy like his brother's, like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. Then he said, Are you really my son Esau? And he said, I am. And he said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's game, so that my soul may bless you. So he brought it near to him, and he ate. And he brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Come near now and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said, Surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field, which the Lord has blessed. Therefore may God give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brethren, and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be, and blessed be those who bless you. Then it happened, as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting. He also had, he also had made savory food, and brought it to his father, and said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's game, that your soul may bless me. And his father Isaac said to him, Who are you? And he said, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Then Isaac trembled exceedingly, and said, Who? Where is the one who hunted game, and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I have blessed him, and indeed he shall be blessed. 
When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. But he said, Your brother came with deceit and has taken away your blessing. And Esau said, Is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and now look, he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? Then Isaac answered and said to Esau, Indeed, I have made him your master, and all his brethren I have given to him as servants. With grain and wine I have sustained him. What shall I do now for you, my son? And Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Then Isaac his father answered and said to him, Behold, your dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass when you become restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck. So Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. And the words of Esau, her older son, were told to Rebekah. So she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Surely your brother Esau comforts himself concerning you by intending to kill you. Now, now therefore, my son, obey my voice, arise, flee to my brother Laban in Haran, and stay with him a few days until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger turns away from you and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send and bring you from there. Why should I be bereaved also of you both in one day? And Rebekah said to Isaac, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob takes a wife of the daughters of Heth, like these who are the daughters of the land, what good will my life be to me? Genesis chapter 28. Then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take yourself a wife from there of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may be an assembly of peoples and give you the blessing of Abraham to you and your descendants with you, that you may inherit the land in which you are a stranger, which God gave to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Padan, to Padan Aram, to Laban, the son of Bethuel, the Syrian, the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob and Esau. Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padan Aram to take himself a wife from there, and that as he blessed him, he gave him a charge, saying, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. And 
that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and had gone to Padan Aram. Also Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan did not please his father Isaac. So Esau went to Ishmael and took Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nabajoth, to be his wife in addition to the wives he had. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head. And he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. Verses 1 through 18. Genesis chapter 28. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back. Planet Shakers, Heaven on Earth. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We want to continue to remind you about the American Family Association Marriage Family Life Conference 2022. The theme is Here I Stand. 
This is our third annual Marriage and Family Life Conference here in Tupelo, Mississippi. The dates are July the 7th through the 9th, and the location is the Bancorp South Arena, 375 East Main Street here in Tupelo, Mississippi. Two conferences in one. It's the Marriage Family Life 22 conference that includes a youth apologetics track for youth ages 4 to 17. The costs are adults, $70 per person, children, $35 per child, ages 4 to 17. And for there's information for vendor ministries as well. You can register at www.marriagefamilylife.net and click on Register Now. Registration will be closing on May 15th, so make sure you register now at the Marriage Family Life at marriagefamilylife.net. Again, that's where you can find that information. Again, the um, website again, marriagefamilylife.net. Hope you'll go there to get more information and or to register as well. We hope that you will come and be with us for this important event. Want to mention also though our deadline also for the the Pro-Life Speech Contest, which is a part of our Ten Commandments project, is coming up really fast. In fact, it's a week from, uh, basically a week from, from now, the 26th of April. So if your young person has not already done their Pro-Life Speech and still wanted to be a part of the Ten Commandments project, Pro-Life Speech, speech Contest, again, dealing with the topics of standing for life and against abortion and or euthanasia, the deadline is the 26th of April, just a few days away. So if your child is planning to be a part of this and has not already, there's still plenty of time. Hope that they will. And if you need more information, just give us a call. The number is 662-844-5036, extension 381. Or you can email me at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. And one more reason why... We're really encouraging parents to encourage and guide their children to get involved in a project like this is because it's such a fruitful discipleship project for any young person, any child or youth to be a part of because it helps them to engage in the Word of God, to engage in the truths found in God's Word that are life-changing, truths that are foundational truths that our society and world desperately need to have implemented and for us to live by. So it's a great way for them to engage the Word of God and get involved with a a discipleship project that can be life-changing and world-impacting as well. So once again, for more information, email me at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Hope you'll do that. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up now Genesis chapter 28. Then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padan Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take yourself a wife from there of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may be an assembly of peoples and give you the blessing of Abraham to you and your descendants with you, that you may inherit the land in which you are a stranger, which God gave to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Padan Aram, to Laban, the house of Bethuel, the Syrian, the brother of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob, and Esau. Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padan Aram to take himself a wife from there, 
and that as he blessed him, he gave him a charge, saying, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. And that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother, and had gone to Padan Aram. Also Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan did not please his father Isaac. So Esau went to Ishmael and took Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nabajoth, to be his wife in addition to the wives he had. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head, and he lay down in that place to sleep. When he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And in you and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city had been Luz previously. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and keep me in this way, that I am going, and give me bread to eat and clothing to put on, so that I come back to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set as a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. Genesis chapter 29. So Jacob went on his way and came to the land of the people of the east. And he looked and saw a well in the field. And behold, there were three flocks of sheep lying by it. For out of that well they watered the flocks. A large stone was on the well's mouth. Now all the flocks would be gathered there, and they would roll the stone from the well's mouth, water the sheep, and put the stone back in its place on the well's mouth. And Jacob said to them, My brethren, where are you from? And they said, We are from Haran. Then he said to them, do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. So he said to them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. And look, his daughter Rachel is coming with the sheep. Then he said, Look, it is still high day. It is not time for the cattle to be gathered together. Water the sheep and go and feed them. 
But they said, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered together, and they have rolled a stone from the well's mouth. Then we water the sheep. Now while he was still speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she was a shepherdess. And it came to pass, when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near and rolled a stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's relative and that he was Rebekah's son. So she ran and told her father. Then it came to pass when Laban heard the report about Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. So he told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with, and he stayed with him for a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, because you, are my, because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what should your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were delicate, but Rachel was beautiful of form and appearance. Now Jacob loved Rachel, and he said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed but a few days to him because of the love he had for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in to her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. Now it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah his daughter and brought her to Jacob, and he went in to her. And Laban gave his maid Zilpah to his daughter Leah as a maid. So it came to pass in the morning that, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served you? Why then have you deceived me? And Laban said, It must not be done so in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Before the firstborn, fulfill her week, and we will give you this one also for the service with which you will serve with me still another seven years. Then Jacob did so and fulfilled her week, so he gave him his daughter Rachel as wife also. And Laban gave his maid Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as a maid. Then Jacob also went in to Rachel, and he also loved Rachel more than Leah. And he served with Laban still another seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. So Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben, for she said, The Lord has surely looked on my affliction. Now therefore my husband will love me. Then she, then she conceived again and bore a son and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. 
and she called his name Simeon. She conceived again and bore a son and said, Now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore his name was called Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, Now I will praise the Lord. Therefore she called his name Judah. Then she stopped bearing. Chapter 30. Now when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children or else I die. And Jacob's anger was aroused against Rachel. And he said, Am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? So she said, Here is my maid Bilhah. Go into her, and she will bear a child on my knees, that I also may have children by her. Then she gave him Bilhah, her maid, as wife, and Jacob went in to her. And Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has judged my case, and he has also heard my voice and given me a son. Therefore she called his name Dan. And Rachel's maid Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, With great wrestling I have wrestled with my sister, and indeed I have prevailed. So she called his name Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had stopped bearing, she took Zilpah, her maid, and gave her to Jacob as wife. And Leah's maid Zilpah bore, Jacob's, bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, A troop comes. So she called his name Gad. And Leah's maid Zilpah bore Jacob a second son. Then Leah said, I am happy, for the daughters will call me blessed. So she called his name Asher. Now Reuben went in the days of wheat harvest and found mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother, Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? And Rachel said, Therefore he will lie with you tonight for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came out of the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come in to me, for I have surely hired you with my son's mandrakes. And he lay with her that night. And God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Verses 1 through 17, Genesis chapter 30. You're listening to the Hour of Intercessions. We continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back. Table for you. So glad you made it. So nice. 
Jones with You Are Welcome. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the Gospel, in the New Testament, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain to eat, and to pluck heads of grain and to eat. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? Yet I say to you that in this place there is one greater than the temple. But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Now when when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue. And behold, there was a man who had a withered hand, and they asked him, saying, And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath, that they might accuse him? Then he said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew from there, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Yet he warned them not to make him known that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will declare justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel nor cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench till he sends forth justice to victory. 
and in his name Gentiles will trust. Then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. And all the multitudes were amazed and said, Could this be the son of David? Now, when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the, dem of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house? He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven men. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. It will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. But I say to you, that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you, you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered, saying, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it, except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up in the judgment with, these, with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and indeed a greater than Jonah is here. The Queen of the South will rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and indeed a greater than Solomon is here. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came, and when he comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. 
Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it also be with the wicked. So shall it also be with this wicked generation. While he was still talking to the multitudes, behold, his mother and brothers stood outside seeking to speak with him. Then one said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak with you. But he answered, but he answered and said to the one who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he stretched out his hand toward his disciples and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Matthew chapter 13. On the same day, on the same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and great multitudes were gathered together to him. So that he got into a boat and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. Verses 1 and 2, Matthew chapter 13. We continue reading through the Word of God, and one of our ongoing goals is to encourage you to be a student of God's Word. If you're not reading God's Word every day, today is a great and a wonderful day to start that habit. Many believers don't seem to realize that the the activity or the spiritual habit of reading God's Word every day is a battle strategy. It's a means whereby we're equipped, we're encouraged, we're edified, and we're prepared for the battlefields of life. So the daily habit of reading God's Word is much more important than I think any of us fully grasp. So how important it is that we're reading His Word every day. So again, if you don't have that habit of reading God's Word every day, we encourage a goal of at least three chapters a day. We would encourage you to start that habit today. And once again, to every parent listening, I don't think I can overemphasize how important it is that we as parents and when we have opportunity as grandparents to help our grandchildren do the same, but that we start the habit of having each of our children read three chapters out loud to us each and every day. Again, three chapters is just a good basic spiritual meal. But keep in mind that when our children are reading the Word of God, the Spirit of God and the Word of God are doing a mighty work in their mind and their heart. And so the habit of doing it daily is so productive. It ministers to our children in ways we don't fully grasp. But it's so much more important for our children to read and study the Word of God than for them to play soccer and football and baseball. Nothing against sports. They are wonderful in their place. But keep in mind, nothing does the good in our children's hearts and lives that the Word of God does. So parents... Start that habit. I'd encourage you to start that habit of having them to read three chapters aloud to you today and begin to minister to and bless your child today. As we normally do as we, before we end the broadcast, we want to offer the opportunity once again for persons who are listening, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a wonderful day to give your life to Christ, to commit your heart and your life to the Lord and be saved. Would you simply pray this prayer with us if you'd like to make that step? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so very much that you came to this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. 
Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come anew into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. You told us in the Word of God, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we'd very much like to hear from you. Uh, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We hope to hear from you. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong and grow deep in your walk and relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, we're glad to share those resources and prayer tools with you. Again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Well, thanks again for listening. Again, if you don't have the habit of reading three chapters a day, today is a great day to start. And parents, we'd encourage you to start the habit of having your children read three chapters out loud to you daily as well. Hope you'll do that. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.